kicked off last show uh, with 2016. It was our official first show of the new year. And to kick off the the first real show, I've got two special guest stars joining me today. I have Mr. Squatch Stout from SDI, the Sonoran Desert Institute. <laughs> What's up, man? And I got Bob Ross, ladies and gentlemen. Bob Ross has brought his good buddy Tim Matter from Tactical Walls, one of our sponsors, as is SDI. How's it going? Very happy <laughs> Tim to be on the broadcast with you tonight. <laughs> I'm excited to see all of your listeners out there in person. That's so awesome. Uh, I'm also pretty excited to be here tonight. Um, I don't know why Bob is not wearing pants, but sometimes he he, he goes that way. What's scary (laughs) is that his nether region is as bushy as his top region. I'd say more so. That's even more awesome. But it's a little gray. Come on now, guys. Let's clean for the the customers. (laughs) You have listened to this show before, right? (laughs) So... Happy New Year, Scott. Good to be here. Tell me, uh, tell me how you guys brought in the New Year. Did you do anything special? Don't, don't all jump in at once. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I know Tim's got a little lag, so I'm, I'm giving him a couple seconds to go first. <laughs> That's that well, I'll go year, first, then. I, uh, this is the first New Year in five years, I think, that I actually saw midnight. Every other year, I try to get to bed. My goal is always to be in bed before... The whole ball drop shenanigans goes on. This year I failed at my goal. So you're just not like Dick Clark or what? Why did that pause when you said, do you just not like Dick Clark? <laughs> I, so just don't, I just don't get all into it. I don't know. I don't know. Not, it's not my thing, probably, and hasn't been for a long time. I got to admit, I, it's never been Honestly, don't want to know either. what Rob Boss did. No, actually, we do. <laughs> he was with me. Just hanging out. Did he do like a portrait awesome. of you bringing in the new year? No. No. <laughs> How about you, Z? I actually, for the first time in probably four years, I did the same thing. I tried to go to bed early, but the, the kids, for the first time, wanted to stay up till midnight, so we stayed up. And as soon as that ball dropped, we tried to be sneaky and tell them that New York was the real time. So we did <laughs> to bed at 11. It didn't work. So, yeah. I, I just crashed. Dude, it was over. I'm old. Can't do the going out thing anymore. So did you actually watch the the New York thing, or did you guys pop in a movie and kill time until? Actually, uh, with a good friend of mine who does a lot of karaoke, we were just hanging out and singing karaoke, and uh, somebody interrupted us so that we stopped the singing. We Basically, somebody came and said, please stop enjoying yourselves and creating great memories as friends so we can watch a shiny ball fall from the sky with just a bunch of people none of us care about. And while we can prove to the world we can count backwards, it's kind of more how our evening went. Inside, <laughs> <laughs> it won. Then, of course, everyone went nuts, and then we just back to having fun and making good memories. So you're a karaoke uh, crooner. What's your what's your specialty? I just did uh, Intergalactic. Intergalactic. Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys. Nice drop. <laughs> <laughs> you give us a little uh, little taste. That's all it was. I just did it. That was it. You don't really want that here for sure. <laughs> you're, trying to, you're trying to build a following base and, and, and get better ratings and actually have people enjoy your show. You don't want me doing that on there. <laughs> We've got all kinds of listen. Uh, 
with somebody uh, somehow. He probably quadrupled it after I had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so what about Christmas? Do you guys have good Christmases? Yes, indeed. Uh, all the people remember when I got Mosin, my Great Dane, we now have Tika. Yes, named after Farvel, uh, which is his Irish world found soon to be girlfriend. Uh, she's not old enough to be a girlfriend yet, but uh, <laughs> whether she likes it or not. Yes, she will be girlfriend of this <laughs> It's kind of like those uh, Japanese prearranged marriages kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what we're doing. That's Except we're going to sell their babies. Less xenophobic, though. <laughs> xenophobic? Less xenophobic. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you got, a, you got a new pup for Christmas. Yeah, Cook we did. We did. I got gun-wise. Got to talk about that. I got a Stoker over-under. My first over-under shotgun, ironically, as much as I love shotguns. Did you build it? No, I didn't build that. You didn't build that one? <laughs> that one was actually a gift. No, we were talking off air, and you did uh, gunsmith you uh, a little something-something recently. Yeah, built me uh, 1911. We launched the 1911 uh, Armors course. I guess it was about August, September, right in there. Uh-huh. And I had to learn to do it myself. It is very – it's not like an AR-15, let's just say that. <laughs> Yeah, so they, you got to be a little more precise. you got to be more precise. There's less uh, metal. The fit and finish part is, is interesting. Um, the, the toughest part was fitting this, the safety in because if you don't take enough off, it won't even go into the little slot. It, wow, that's <laughs> If you take too much off, then it's not going to go safe if you need it to go safe. So, And I still have to do it. A lot of cosmic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He likes pudding. It's like my gentle pudding pop. Mm. Putting his feet where it don't belong. <laughs> it's one of the best cool. names that came out of it. What about you, Tim? Do you get anything cool and exciting for Xmas? No, we don't do don't do that. We don't do the Christmas either. <laughs> We're really exciting folks. You do um, Festivus. Festivus, no, not really. Um, yeah. we had some family. We saw family and some people came to visit us. Down here in Virginia, some from up Pennsylvania, so cool. um, not much though. I didn't I didn't go out and buy anything specific for anyone on that specific day, and no one really got me anything. But that's probably because all year I said you better not get me anything for Christmas because I don't really care. Care for what you wish for. <laughs> you got nothing. You got exactly what you wanted. Yeah. That was so for you. <laughs> so I uh, I got some. Some new clothes for Christmas. Always good. I, d- I discovered nice. a new company, and oh. I've talked to, talked about it a little bit on air already. Uh, Is it Fredericks? No, it's cool. K U H L. K U H L. Cool. I just I discovered that company. The most comfortable pants and shirts that I have ever worn in my entire life, bar none. Plus, do they have gigantic size? They probably do. I think. I think they might, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've seen some pretty big guys wearing cool clothing. But, uh... <laughs> it makes you sound like such a fashionista. The oh, fashionista. Some actually. <laughs> I've, seen some, I've seen some really big guys wearing really cool clothing. Yeah. Really cool. But the, the kicker on these pants is that they make your man parts look better. Oh, yeah. Yes. 
That's I'm going I mean. online right now. Dude. Most decks to disagree. I bought a, I bought a pair and I got like a couple of compliments on it. It's like, hey, dude, your dude, your package looks big. <laughs> your package <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> Please tell me it was a woman. No, it was. It was. She didn't say dude, but uh, <laughs> okay. But then as she was you saying, started with some people told you. Well, as she was saying, it, we were we were at a we were at a Christmas party. As she was saying it, it was it was my girlfriend. It's family it. Christmas party, wasn't it? Dude overheard me. He goes, "Man, I wasn't going to say anything, but since she said it, <laughs> so just like you, I went online and I bought. I've got I've got eight pair now." And I've got two more. So, on the see, way. so that's what's awesome about that is now men have stuff like wigs and fake eyelashes where we're disappointed when we get in the sack and all of the bad <laughs> stuff comes off. Now women have to deal with that too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But anyway, nice. that's. Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. Oh, I forgot. I got a uh, whole collection of my second favorite uh, characters' uh, books. Deadpool. Yes, sir. Second. Who's your first favorite? The Hulk, because he's a misunderstood giant. (laughs) (laughs) You can't find Hanson Finn, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's the whole reason. It has nothing to do with powers or anything. It's just that you can't find pants. <laughs> Speaking of Deadpool, that movie's going to be coming out soon. Yes, sir, it is. That's like in the next... That's going to be a good one. Like the next month? Is it this February's when it's coming? I can't remember February. what's coming. Yeah, it's coming out in February. Sweet. What about the new Star Wars movies? Did you guys go see that? I did. And? What did you we think did as well. We actually took the whole family. My kids were bugging me about it. So. Did you go premiere um, night? No, we waited. And when, um, the 26th, we went, oh, I'm sorry, Christmas Eve night, the night of Christmas Eve. That's what we did for Christmas. So there you go. In your face, double answer. There you go. We went the day after opening day. I went several days after because I didn't want to mess with the crowds. But, all right, so I was a little disappointed, I got to admit. I thought I it was, liked it. I thought it, well, I liked it, but I thought it... Uh, they weren't very creative because all they did is they told the first six stories in this one. Yeah. They, well, at, at first, and not to give it away for anyone who had seen it, but we're going to do it right. Do One review I was reading, it said something to the fact, well, if you look back at episode four, it was very similar. There wasn't a whole hell of a lot of character development. Obi-Wan dies really quick before we really get deep into knowing him. And they did the rest of it on five and six. Mm-hmm. 
So I kind of see that. They're just kind of mimicking the formula for the first, well, four through six, which were actually the first three, which is always confusing to tell people, especially younger generations that don't get that the other ones were first. Well, I just say the first six because there was a little bit of element of all that in all of them. So you had the father-son conflict. You had this sibling. There's a... That chick, she's like, she's somebody simply the spoiled brat with the force. <laughs> temper tantrum boy. That throws temper tantrums. Uh, you, you had the droid. Should we should we start saying spoiler alert if we're going to get deep into it? I already did. I already <laughs> said we're going to get ready to ruin it. So. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> what do you think about it, Tim? It was, I don't know, it was all right. It's, uh, I hope they didn't pay Mark Hamill too much. We'll put it that way. <laughs> Well, I don't think they don't did. Slurpees and nachos. When I say slurpees, I mean two. Wait, I can do it. I can do it. Ready? Ready? There. You gotta do the hand. Game over. <laughs> no, you, you gotta do the dramatic hand flip of the the hood. Oh, the hood. Yes. Have you read the script? No. I don't think it's his daughter, by the way, because the script says that's he's supposed to have terror and turmoil on his face when he sees her. So I don't know if that's his daughter. Maybe it is. I mean, that's the whole. I mean, he's like, shit, you weren't supposed to find me. I was trying to get the hell away from you. <laughs> Dang, what are you child support? <laughs> you the father. The results are in, and you are the father. <laughs> you are my father. <laughs> I don't know where they're going to go with that, though. I was thinking that that was probably his daughter. But, you know. I was more excited about um, the Hateful Eight, though, not to change gears. Oh, that oh, was sweet. Awesome. I'm glad you said that, dude. That was awesome. I think it's his best movie yet. You think so? Yes. It, it, it rivals Pulp Fiction in my book. It was It was really good. I enjoyed it. We actually um, got a bunch of cool stuff together. Way, we, traveled to, uh, we found the theater that was doing the road show. We actually yeah. watched it on a projector. We did the same thing. And, yeah, and you got the intermission? Was that not cool as hell? Yeah, well, the, the closest theater to us was in D.C. or something. And I was like, uh, let's go to Philadelphia. So... <laughs> We drove literally way out of the way to go, and I had friends in Philadelphia, and we all went out and saw it there. But nice. it was a pretty good nostalgic movie experience. Yes. The yeah. flickering of the screen and everything else. Now, I gotta say, I really enjoyed Inglorious Bastards. I thought that was an awesome movie. Yeah, that was good too. But this one, there was something about this one that once it got you, it had you. Like, you were glued. And when the intermission happened, I was like, I, I don't, I, no, no, I don't want to pee. I just want to watch. <laughs> just keep going. And then the narration when they came back. Yes, that was awesome. <laughs> this is what happened for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> so you know that the uh, part of the hangman was, uh, that Tim Roth played was originally written for uh, Christoph Waltz. Oh, that would have been awesome if he did that. So they switched. So, but I think there was some sort of a scheduling conflict or something else, but. Well, you know, the Bear Jew in Inglorious Bastards was written for Adam Sandler. Was it really? Because, yeah, Tarantino and Sandler are like good buddies. And he wrote that for Adam Sandler, but he was filming funny people when they started filming Inglorious Bastards. That would be so cool for Sandler to be in a Tarantino movie. That would be awesome. He would have been a good Bear Jew. That would have been awesome. I think, actually, I think the only thing I think would have made it better would have been if he would have untarantino the explosions of the heads and people when they got shot. <laughs> oh, come and on. He, the double Colts in the face. <laughs> just, just the, 
that part, just everything aside from that's great. And that's then he, what he really Tarantino, you know, man. Just like the uh, guy in the back seat in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, but he even has his signature, so. Yeah, Hitler. Yeah. It's almost like he has to have a head explode in every movie. That's like his hidden Easter egg. He's got to say Tennessee in every movie. There's always a reference yeah. to Tennessee. Yeah. Born in Knoxville. See, this one was, was it Chattanooga they referenced in this one? Yeah. I think it was Chattanooga. And Samuel Jackson's born and raised in Chattanooga. Samuel Jackson's boy. Connection. Oh, I watched Same one. Way. I watched one last night that uh, it's an older movie, but it, it it's one of those that, just like that one, it just kind of, you're clung to it. It was Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Have you seen that? That sounds familiar. It's, it's Chuck Barris. You know who Chuck Barris is? The guy who hosted the game show. Host? Yeah. Yeah, game show host, yeah. He was the creator of the Newlywood Game and the Dating Game. He created those as well. So Chuck, Oh, the, his life story one? It's supposed to be an autobiography, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a yes, CIA agent, and... You know, those trips that people would win, he'd be their chaperones, and he was actually going over there to assassinate people. It's it's a pretty good movie. So is this all urban legend, or is this all urban legend, the, the, the trips? No, I mean, he, he, he actually was a game show host, and he was the creator of these shows, and he was supposed to be like chaperone of this stuff, but he wrote this autobiography about this hidden life that he had as a CIA agent. Uh, assassin. George Clooney directed it, and George Clooney was in the movie also. A lot of big names. Brad Pitt was in the movie. Matt Damon made little... So is it pure entertainment, or is it supposed to be based on a true story? Is it autobiography? It's just supposed like... to be a true story, but the CIA has denied any... Yeah, they denied it. Would deny that. Yeah. CIA wouldn't deny that. But if you ever watch the Kong <laughs> show, I mean, Chuck Barris, really? Chuck Barris, an assassin? He was like a strung out I mean, he like he's always on cocaine or something. He's always rubbing his hair. Did you ever watch the Gong Show? Yes, the unknown comic with the bag on his head. Yeah. What about you, Tim? Did you ever see the Gong Show? No. I mean, I've, I've seen some of the old stuff, but uh, we didn't have TV growing up. So imagine oh, that, the right. guy that doesn't do the, uh, the Christmas or the uh, New Year's. <laughs> doesn't have a TV. So it just doesn't Google, have TV now, so for that matter. Google Chuck Barris and you'll... <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff that'll come How did you learn about Bob Ross? <laughs> I mean, I saw plenty of TV, though. It's not, you know. I think Bob Ross like actually is from his hometown, isn't he? He's from Virginia. Bob Ross was uh, born and raised in Florida before he joined the Air Force and went to Alaska. You know way too much about Bob Ross. <laughs> did so not know he that. actually hated his hair. When he got out of the military, he just let it out, and he didn't want to have to cut it and maintain it. From So from a cost standpoint, he thought it would be good to get it permed. <laughs> they wouldn't have to get constant haircuts and uh, it became part of his trademark and he hated it because he wanted to get rid of it is this factual <laughs> awesome or are you just making that story no that's all uh, factual you can go look it up the internet is true now is that is that Rob Boss or Bob Ross that's Bob Ross okay so we were talking about Star Wars Tim you've uh, recently yeah. put out a new video uh, or actually Rob Boss did uh, at the uh, the United States of Awesome. Is that the most recent video? Um, I don't. Was that the Star Wars where he does, he's doing the lightsaber? Was that the United yeah. States? Yeah, we know the videos in Star Wars. I don't know. You tell us. Uh, we might have, Oh no, we did. Uh, we had a happy little Christmas nightmare. Oh, I haven't seen we that. We did one a yet. happy little. Huh? I haven't seen that one yet. Well, 
got to check that one out. We, we actually put a little bit of a disclaimer at the beginning of that one because we weren't sure if we were going to upset people about Christmas or anything. So, so Tim was on our show a few episodes back, and we didn't really get into Bob Ross where we're going to, but we got sidetracked, and we didn't really get to talk much about Bob Ross. So, hey, Bob Ross or Rob Boss? Totally uh, Rob Boss, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> get them mixed up. Phenomenal painter, like actual true human being, wonderful human being. Um, Rob Boss is, put it bluntly, a, a, a handful. We'll put it that way. Rob Boss is a wonderful human being also. He is. He, he can be. <laughs> he can be. So so tell us who Rob Boss is. Rob Boss is, uh, <laughs> he is everything that you would love to see Bob Ross do. But um, and every, every backstory and interesting topic and thing you'd like to see Bob Ross do. You know how they had the whole, what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. And you had the, you know, what would Chuck Norris do? Right. Well, um, sort of like, a, in my own mind, what would, what would Bob Ross do in this in this theory? So if Bob, so, Bob Ross had an alter CIA ego, this is, sure, this is what it would Boss. be. He would be Rob Boss. And he would do cool things like like manipulate lightsabers. Yeah, or yeah, travel cool, across or country on motorcycles. He gets into a lot of really interesting. And he, it's sort of like Bennett uh, uh, Demets meets Mr. Bean. <laughs> That's a good analogy. I like that, yeah. So if people want to check out Rob Boss, where do they go to, to check him out? He's at the uh, the United States of Awesome YouTube channel. On the YouTubers? There's, I think there's a, let me see, there's several places, really. And, of course, they can go, so, to, go to the Facebook. From time to time, he does stuff for Tactical Walls, so you can find him from Tactical Walls sometimes. Uh, I was going to say, isn't he a spokesperson kind of sort of for, for Tactical yeah. Walls? Yeah, yeah. We, we somewhat keep him on the periphery just in case he gets a little too risque. We can we can be like, whoa, 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 that wasn't Tactical Wall's opinion. Now, now he's coming to SHOT Show, right? Uh, probably not. Oh, he's not going to make an appearance? I don't know. He might make an appearance. I don't know if he'll be able to make it or not. So he, he could be, but um, I don't know if he'll be on the floor or not. You know, we're going to be uh, – are you guys set up a booth there? We uh, – we're, we're – Piggybacking with some other people. Okay, and that's not uncommon. A lot of people do that, and it makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be set up doing a show there, so uh, definitely want you guys to come by, and you know, maybe we might be able to, to find Rob Boss as well. Possibly. I don't know. Last time he tried to fly, the TSA were having problems with his palate, um, <laughs> with his paint. It's kind of hard. He told him, frankly, he said, I don't give a damn who you are. My paint goes everywhere. So, yeah. He said, maybe in your world, you fly without paint. But in my world, you fly with paint. Or you don't fly. Let me paint you a happy plane. This is what a happy PSA agent looks like. (laughs) (laughs) So he might be, we could maybe get him out there. I don't know. I didn't want to be, you know, Chacho, it's, it's a lot of fun. And a lot of really great stuff happens there. And it's also really serious. So, um... I guess I, I really can't talk because last year I was picking people up from the airport in the big giant Thunder Wagon van dressed up as Elvis. <laughs> Dude, you, you got to make it fun. You know, there, there's... You got to. There's time for that out there, too. There's a there's a, there's yeah. time for business and there's time for the fun, and it, it can all intermingle and, and happen all together. But I go out there and have so, fun. I just relax, enjoy myself, take it as it comes. Last year was the first year we went. 
Yeah. We tried to do so much this year. I'm going to try to treat it like Christmas and just be low-key. There you go. And that's the best way to do it. When Zeke and I went out there our first year, we were like, you know, we got to do this, we got to do that. We do. I mean, we were just constant. Go, 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 go. Try to meet deadlines. Try to meet appointments and schedules. And it just, it was a nightmare. We didn't get to enjoy it. So the second year we right. went out, we took it, you know, a little more laid back, low key, just kind of take it as it comes kind of deal. And that, that was last year, and it was a lot more enjoyable last year. Yeah, that's where I'm at this year. I'm trying to just, you know, get in early, not do anything crazy, not, not have too much fun. Well, Be responsible, responsible fun. Exactly. Exactly. And speaking of a responsible fun, which it may or may not be, uh, you're coming to our party, right, on the 20th? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you're invited. Probably. You, you and the whole gang. Okay. No, you, definitely you guys are invited. It's the 20th. It's going to be at the... But I'll make sure I text you and give you all the details on it. Yeah. There's a very big chance that Rob Boss would show up there. Sweet. <laughs> that would be awesome. But, but seriously, the palette is... Uh, the, I have to actually make some more because the, the, these, these wild and wacky and zany things we've been doing, we've been breaking it. Pieces breaking off. So I need to create more of them. You know what would be awesome? Is if you... Did some videos where he's like Captain America. That's like his shield, and he's like deflecting <laughs> bullets and stuff with it. <laughs> we are, we did that in October, actually. Just no one's have seen the video of that yet. Oh, okay, cool. We had edited the video, and I don't know how much of it we'll use, but we edited the video of of me shooting the stress block that Geisley and ALG brought. Uh-huh. So I was just shooting, you know, downrange. But we've edited, and we kind of green screen Rob Boss downrange, and all the all the bullet, you know, going off the ground by his feet. Yeah, he's tied behind his shield. Now, has there been any uh, zombies uh, confront Rob Boss yet? No, no, no. We, I'll probably stay pretty far from the zombie scene with Rob Boss, um, <laughs> unless you just mean um, certain types of people. <laughs> Which case, to me. Well, I was gonna say I volunteer to be one of his victims. No. You can, you can dress me up like a zombie and blow my head off or something. Is there anything really cool that, that you're bringing to shot to unveil? Anything we can talk about now? We, yeah, we can. Uh, we're pretty excited about later this uh, coming year. The coming year, we're in it now. Later 2016, we're going to be releasing RFID lockable products, some of our line. We're not going to be able to do the entire line just yet. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, for people up to this point, we've been using magnetic child safety style locks on several of our products. Right, yeah. And um, people have wanted more, and we're, we're developing and been working for a while with some different platforms, and we've been playing with biometric. And biometric's a tough one. You have people who love it, you have people who hate it. If you don't do it right, if you don't do it well, it's not very good. Right. So we don't want to put anything out that's substandard. So with RFID, it's been pretty. So what's pretty RFID? Nice. We're actually able Tell to us what RFID it. is uh, radio frequency identifier. And how does that work? So that's the kind of thing where when you go to the store and you try to, you know, pay for something maybe and they forget to scan it out. When you walk out the store, the the doors beep at you because it recognizes that in your bag there's a thing that wasn't, you know, it wasn't uh, deactivated. Or kind of like the the smart keys now for your car. It if you just got it in your pocket, it recognizes you're close. You like yeah, when you get to within a proximity. But the difference is the range. You, you've got to get the RFID within you know, a few inches of the, 
the sensor. So, so on a certain spot on our products, there'll be a, a sensor pickup, and then you can have either a card in your wallet. You can just your whole wallet, you, your whole wallet. You can just set it somewhere, and it'll mm-hmm. unlock it. Or it could be a bracelet, like you know the uh, rubberized bracelets, or it could be a keychain on your keys. So, oh, that's kind of cool. So, um, kind of like those those cards that you scan on doors to get into certain exactly employees have their you know their own cards and things. That's that's actually exactly what it is. So okay, yeah, um, I'm, I'm very familiar with how that works. We do that with my uh, real estate company. Yep. So yeah, I mean it's a card. You can or, or a card, or it can be a small sticker. There's 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 so many options. It's going to be really flexible. So we're it's just basically it. a, a, like a chip it's or something, people, right? Yeah, and it, it's just a tiny chip in there, and, and you just put it in anything. People a lot more options. Yeah, that's cool. I like that idea. So it's, it's a lot more secure, safe. For those people who are wanting that additional security for, say, children or whatnot. Right. Very cool. So, and then on top of that, there's some options that we're, we're not entirely 100% on features and add-on stuff that we could maybe use it for in the future. But I'm not mm-hmm. sure yet if we're going to use it all. Right. Now, are you going to convert to that solely, or is it going to be an option where people could get the magnetic or they could get the, the smart it'll, it'll be an option. It'll be an upgraded option. Okay. Because it, it is really nice, and it's going to change a little bit of the, the inside design. It cleans it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And But it's with anytime you have technology involved, it's got some small electronics and stuff that we can't do in-house. So it's it's a little bit more to it than just the lock we're using now. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a little higher tech, so people got to understand it's probably going to cost a little bit more. Right. And you have people who will, you know, complain, and you have people who will love it. But they're going to have the option, though. It's like if you don't want that, then yep. you can get the other lot. Exactly. That's what we'll. That's how we'll run it. Or if you're not happy with any of those, you can get a drill. You can drill it down, and then you can get you a padlock. And you can, <laughs> yeah, you can, and that won't stand out at all, will it? No. <laughs> so that's that's what's new for early 2016. We've got some other plans for some some later stuff in the year, but. Um, and I think we talked about last time I was on the show, as far as other new stuff we got going on, we're in the process of buying a building. Yes, you guys are getting ready to move. So we're expanding our, our space, and we were absolutely crushed at Christmas. And we stopped, I think we had maybe December 9th was when we couldn't guarantee a Christmas delivery any further because we were already so swamped. So um we still have stuff that we're working on trying to get out. We depleted our inventories of certain products, and we've been moving that. with moving and getting the building. We've, we're, we're in a big transition right now, busy time of year, and we're trying to do a lot. So, How did those uh, concealment lamps sell for you? I'm sure you probably sold out of those. Yeah, that's something that we're currently back-ordered on. So yeah. we've got some people waiting on them. <laughs> hey, look who it is. It's Rob Boss, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing, Rob? Good. How are you? Doing great, just having a, a conversation with my buddy Tim and uh, Zeke, if he ever comes back. Well, I would listen to anything he says. Which he says one, Zeke or Tim? Tim. Tim? What are you I doing? I can't speak he's, for Zeke. Tim's a solid guy. He knows what he's talking about. Come he on. Lies. He's a liar. <laughs> he's, he's a liar. I've, I've heard you've had uh, some, some good airtime lately. You've been cranking out some videos. How's that, how's that hand injury you did on the lightsaber? Oh, I almost burned myself. <laughs> I think you did burn yourself. <laughs> almost. Just a little quick shock. You got to watch that hair around those lightsabers. It was not as shocking as my third marriage. <laughs> Your third one? Which one are you on now? I stopped counting. 
No, you're not one of those polygamists, are you? No. No, I'm a one-woman man. <laughs> so what's your next art project? I am doing a collaboration with some other uh, wonderful people in the coming months, and I'm excited always to be working with other new people. How's, how's your motorcycle skills coming along? I'm, I'm much better at sushi rolling than motorcycle riding. <laughs> now, see, I, w- I would guess you to be a vegan or a vegetarian. No, I, Is that vegetarian don't, or vegan? Don't, don't trust them. <laughs> you like your meat, huh? You have to have red meat or white meat or gray meat or any color meat. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, actually, do. So I hear you may make an appearance at Vegas. So if you come out there, we've, we've got we've got to have you on the show. He told me I couldn't come, but I I'm going to sneak in. You might sneak in his suitcase. I will get in there. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Rob Boss, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so you actually you get into character, dude. No, I have to. You have to. Oh, you gotta have that. fun, but you also have to creep the shit out of everybody. Go. I was gonna say you got some you got some mad acting skills. You ought to uh, you ought to audition for some movies or something. <laughs> I don't know about that, but um, <laughs> it's funny though because actually we we do sit down and uh, just just thinking like how would Rob Boss handle this situation or that situation and start writing backstory of different things or we've I mean we've got script ideas of things we'd like to have him do and we've got things that we want him to do actually for tactical walls. Uh, We've got a video idea of some stuff coming up that we'd really like to act on. It's hard for me sometimes to, to try to balance all of the day-to-day, you know, really need to be the boss, make sure things are getting done right, and make sure, you know, customers are happy and bills are paid and all that stuff happens. And then at the same time, the off-the-wall type stuff that we're constantly doing, it seems like. <laughs> well, I mean, that's it's kind of, kind of your branding, your marketing, you know. Uh, it's, yeah, it's part it of it. With it. It's really part of it. I just want to want to make sure that I'm not going too far. I want to make sure I keep a, a nice even balance. Yeah. Well, it seems like you're doing a pretty good job so far. Yeah. So yeah. how's uh, you got a damn how's your buddy? Was uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. He was shooting and shooting and was on the show with me last time. Oh, Casey. Yeah. How's he doing? Yeah, Casey's doing great. Um, Casey and I actually uh, during the holidays found us a new place to go shoot, the little place out where he lives out in Tennessee. We're calling it the pit. But it's, um, is it chert? Where they dig for the dirt? They have those big pits where they, like. Yeah, you just dig out the side of the hill. Yeah, so they've actually, I mean, it's like a Grand Canyon kind of thing. It's huge. So we've got uh, several videos that we shot out there. I've still only got one of those, or maybe i got two of those out now. But I got three or four more to release on those. But I think we're going to get some nice torture test done out there. It's a it's a good area for running running things to death. Running things to death, putting them through some some tough terrain. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, here he comes. I'm going screw with him. All right. So thanks for being on the show, Tim. Nice uh, nice for you to be here. It's it's over. And as always, Westheads, <laughs> keep your loved ones close. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's all about you. Rob Boss is back. <laughs> so important, I'm going to take my call. And I don't care who has to wait. <laughs> that call was from the guy that signs my checks. <laughs> so I added to that one. Unacceptable. Tell Rob. <laughs>
horror character because I was a little like scared. <laughs> Go bomb. He That's the Christmas video we just put out. You need to watch that. Nice. He's a little. He gets dark, and we tried to figure out why he got so dark. Is that some of the videos? Because some of the stuff we talked about, some of them, some of the innuendos got a little edgy. Uh, <laughs> but those we, are the best ones. We think that the, the further along we went, the more busted up his palette got, the darker he got. So the idea is now we'll uh, we'll get a new palette, and he'll get back to a cheerful Bob and, or Rob and. And then as we go and the, palette, the new palette starts to break, he'll get progressively darker with the palette. Nice. His powers lie within the palette. Yeah, which is why he won't fly without it. <laughs> no, actually, I'm driving the shot this year again. Really? Yeah, I drove, drove last year. I'll drive again this year. Y'all have fun at that, that bacteria-infested hellhole. <laughs> what are we talking about? Back fist bump. <laughs> Oh, I think about my van. <laughs> oh, yes. No, no. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not going to shot this year. Unless I get, like, a call saying, hey, we need to meet you about X, Y, and Z, I am going to not go. So, I'm sending you a text right now that, hey, we need to talk to you about X, Y, and Z. <laughs> <laughs> so you missed uh, the entire show. It was great, though. Uh, well, I saw y'all laughing and smiling and talking. And I was like, I'm missing it all. That's okay, because okay, I'm bringing left hand on to my lazy man's radio show that I do with Chad Hoover tomorrow. <laughs> Why is it lazy man? I got, well, because all I got to do, I, I show you. Well, see, that's what happened. Chad called. He's like, I'm not good at radio. Can you help me? I'm like, dude. I, I had to leave talking late because I don't have time, man. I, I can't edit. I can't do. He goes, no. It's like a radio station, so they have engineers. And I'm like, oh, oh let me see. You walk in, you talk for an hour, you go home. Done. They do everything else. Is it recorded? <laughs> sweet. Is it recorded? Yeah, they pre-recorded. Oh, they sweet. Saturday mornings, uh, 5 to 6 a.m. I thought it was going to be live, dude. I've been nervous. No, nah, it's pre-recorded. The live radio? Yeah, because I cuss a lot. Oh, oh we, we do too. Our engineer bleeps it. I've done live radio a, a, a couple times. I just clutch. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't Because <laughs> like I'll I'll your Rob Boss. <laughs> he does. All right, let's, let's do our jack wagon. Hey, Ralph, Simplify, do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the Talking Lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. first and Zeke's probably heard this commercial I don't know if it's it's a nationwide thing or not but um do you know who is it Tom Shane the Shane company that jewelry company yeah the jewelers yep all right so he has radio commercials and they play constantly on 99.7 and and I can't stand that day I never could stand to begin with but during Christmas, he was doing this series of commercials to where he's like, he's got his own radio show, call-in show or something, and these guys would call oh, in, really? and he would say, oh, so what are you going to be getting your wife or your girlfriend for? And they'd say, oh, I'm getting her a blender, and I'm getting her a, a vacuum cleaner. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, and then he would say, oh, well, I think she's got something to say about that. Here she is. And then he would ambush him with the girlfriend coming on, and then they would just start tearing him a new butthole. It's like, you can't get me any. You got 
And he's like, oh, I can sell you some jewelry. <laughs> so Shane, Tom Shane's my jack wagon for, for not being a man. You know, stand up for the man. annoying. Yeah. You know, not being the man club. You know, you got you to gotta back your bro. Bros before hoes. No, that's uh, my jack wagon. Who's, who's y'all's jack wagon? And I, 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 we've I got another I one. I don't even know how you pick this. Jack wagons? Yeah, I don't It's just too, many, too much stuff well, to talk about the people. We could talk about a gentleman, or if we call him gentleman, that, that cried on TV talking about gun violence that happened to be our supreme leader, dude, and all his jack wagon he is from this Monday. Yeah, so Obama. We do enough time for that. Yeah. <laughs> the scariest thing about all those freaking executive orders is basically he said you can't sell a gun without an FFL. That includes individuals. So the government is now telling us we can't sell our own property that we bought and paid for and own free and clear. Without getting. Whether it's a gun or anything else. Without getting I a license. To, um, what happens .gov? Just, just out of, uh, you know, right before we got on the thing here. Uh-huh. More than 4 million have signed against it. No, 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 no. It's just, uh, more than 4 million. That's the number of American victims of assaults, robberies, and other gun. And here's the best part. In the last decade. Decade. So in the last decade, in the last 10 years, there's more than 4 million. So, I mean, okay. So the fact that they're using 4 million says that it's probably closer to the, the bottom end. But let's just even say if it was 5 million in a decade uh, in a country of 300 million people. Uh-huh. And 300 million A really small number. Statistically, it's a very tiny number, actually. What was my to mention that that statistic is inflated by suicides and gang violence, too. Right. Well, and then underneath it, they've got more than 30,000. That's the number of gun-related deaths in America each year. And that's also the same thing. Gun-related deaths would be suicides, which if we want to talk about something, let's talk about the suicides and the suicide mm-hmm. rate, especially with, with service members and veterans. Yep. Right. So. Yeah. Which, which goes into uh, you know the company that we support, Mission Twenty Two, which that's their whole their whole purpose is to bring awareness to uh, veteran suicide in this country. You get uh, twenty two a day on average. There's twenty two a day. That's eight thousand a year veteran suicides. That what, what, and the, what are they doing about that? Down, th- th- this is all on that um, the WhiteHouse.gov, right? It says more than 20,000. That's the number of Americans who commit suicide with a firearm each year. So, so only 10,000? So 20,000. So yeah, it just says more. So if there's 20,000 deaths by suicide and 30,000 by gun, 20,000 of the 30,000 is suicide. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and of them, how many? And, and so Their stats make no sense. Them. Obviously, this is morbid conversation, not not happy things to talk about, and definitely we want to fix the suicide thing because that's a that's a bigger, deeper underlying problem. It's not the gun. Because somebody who's going to commit suicide with a gun is going to jump off a bitch, or they're going to drown themselves, or they're going to hang themselves, or they're going to jump in front of a bus or a train. So, which means the illness. The I mean, that's the, the root of, is not the of these fault. mass shootings, these mass murders that happen. It's mental illness. That's the root of it. Unless it was like the one in San Bernardino where it's Terrorism. Where it's, where, where it's people who weren't vetted. But, um, and, and the mass shootings even, there's, and I know you guys probably saw it in the, in the news a couple of weeks ago, uh, the number of mass shootings 
in the last eight years under the Obama administration, or seven years, I guess, versus uh, the presidents before him. There was a big study put out by um, was it Mother Jones, I think, did the big investigation from mm-hmm. Reagan on from from eighty. I think they had their data was compiled from eighty two to present day. And where you had Reagan, Bush one, Clinton, Bush two, all pretty equal. And then under Obama, there's been, you know, a, a pretty tremendous spike. Now, I'm not obviously blaming it on Obama. It's not one guy's fault. It, it, there's just no way. But obviously there's some disconnect somewhere. But are they inflating their stats to make it look like it's a bigger problem than, than it actually is to get their agendas pushed through? So you can't, you can't. You can't go by their stats. Anybody can make a right. stat. Well, the Mother Jones investigation was pretty interesting because they have a huge spreadsheet. You can find it online. And, and it goes by how many of them were male, how many were female. Did they have prior psychiatric evaluation? Was there already something on the radar that they've yeah. done? And there are a lot of uh, what type of gun was used if, if it was known. And you right. know, there, There's so much data points that you can look at. But the, the, the real startling one, for me at least, was just the sheer jump in events that happened. So this is a, um, a non-biased... This was, non, this was non-government. Um, okay, okay. So yeah, probably a little more accurate than, than what they throw out. But yeah, and it had a, a ton of data points. But just what was so polarizing about it was you've got the previous... Four presidents, all pretty consistent and pretty average along the way, and and then under this president, it's just been astronomical. And like, what has changed? What in the world has changed in that time? Well, so, the economy has been bad. No, economy's great. Read the news. <laughs> our our magnetic our magnetic field is shrinking, so our brains are going. Have you guys crazy. ever seen that show? Lie to me. Um, yes, I don't think it comes on anymore. But, I had a class in psychology in college about that stuff. Uh, I love that show. It's one of my favorite shows. If Tim Roth was the um, main character on that, and what he did is he specialized in micro expressions, people's facial, yep. verbal expressions, and to tell whether they're lying or you know whatever. Uh, that's actually based on a real doctor. Yep, uh, that's part of what our class was about. Was yeah. his books? But if you look at pictures of Obama, and you've ever watched that show, and you look at a lot of the things that he does, especially like when he's scratching his eyeballs with his middle finger and, you know, biting his lip, and uh, those are all indications of hiding, somebody trying to hide something or lying. That's, I thought it was very interesting. I posted a picture on our Facebook page of, of one of those. Well, he's been pointed out by several – this isn't the first speech. They, they like to count how many times he uses the phrase I or me mm-hmm. or my or mine. Yeah. And he uses uh, – what's that, your first – when you're not – Self-centered. What is, but what's that called when you're speaking speak, – you speak in the third person, you speak first in the person. first person. Yeah. Um, Megalomaniac or – How much his speech is revolved around I, the actions are going to take. Narcissistic. Yeah. Yeah. When I see when I see this type of atrocity and when I do this and when I do that versus when this occurs to us. Right. He's not a us guy, he's a me guy. On a on a positive note, yeah. um, Thank you. <laughs> totally off of off the jack wagon. Okay. Dad gummit Tim, you are gonna make my wife kill me because I just saw new stuff on y'all's website. 
<laughs> Have you seen the issue box? I'm, I'm seeing my money disappear very quickly as I'm looking at this. The issue box is awesome. Is it a lamp? What is it? The lamp. And see, I've been looking for a black lamp, a matching black lamp for my wife and myself. And then the one that I know I will get slaughtered and you might be arrested for accessory murder if I bought that daggum lift cabinet. Holy crap. That's yeah. awesome. That That's awesome. beyond awesome. <laughs> now, do those guns come with that? Well, with the, the right price, we can make whatever happens. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> of course, I would make me a dealer. So, no, I don't know. Then you'd have to get a license. and Yeah. But that, I mean, that's, that's the thing. The laws are already in place. If you're in business to sell guns, then you're already supposed to get your FFL and, you know, go through that process. The laws are already in place. Left hand, left, left hand I was trying to give him a commercial. <laughs> no, you I, did. You I don't did. Need to, I'm not worried oh, about the commercial. I'm sorry. Hold I on. appreciate it. Have you heard your commercial yet that I did? Have you heard the commercial that I did for you guys? I recorded a commercial uh, for you. Maybe. I don't know. No. So the answer is no. <laughs> you haven't heard it. Now, the last two last two episodes, I've been, I've plugged them in. I did like a little recorded, uh, here, let me find it. I'll play it no for way. you later. I'll play it for you later. <laughs> it, it's unapproved by you. But is this where you like, is this going to be like Wizard of Oz kind of commercial? They're going to record it now. No, I've already done it. It's been Pay attention to the man recording the commercial. This is this is the commercial right now. Okay. <laughs> it makes bucks to go. Wow, Tim, I was just on your website and I saw some amazing things. And <laughs> my wife is going to kill me for spending more money. Tactical Walls is a family-owned and operated business based in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. Our products are proudly manufactured in the United States. Every product is handcrafted using mostly U.S. source materials whenever possible. We make products that are simple to install, are easy to use, and offer discrete storage solutions for every room. Our in-wall concealment covers are a two-part concealment solution. The insert sits recessed in your wall space, flush with your drywall between 16 on-center studs. The cover mounts around the insert to conceal your new storage space, and it's all protected with a seamless magnetic locking system. You can purchase covers and inserts separately for your own needs or save when you buy a bundle. Tactical wall concealment shelves are designed to mount on your wall for an easily accessible concealed storage option that doesn't require you to cut a hole in your wall. The bottom of the shelf hinges down to allow you access to your stored items with ease. Accessories like LED lighting and extra foam pads allow you to truly customize your shelf to your needs. Tactical Wall's line of concealment furniture offers you a useful piece of furniture for your room, plus the added bonus of built-in concealment storage. If putting something on the wall isn't for you, try out a solid-built piece of our furniture. New to the Tactical Walls family of concealment solutions, concealment home decor, such as concealment wall clocks, concealment lamps, and even concealment tissue boxes, with more products on the way. So make sure you visit us at tacticalwalls.com and check out all our home concealment solutions. Tactical Walls, the leading innovator in home firearms concealment. We should do a Shane Company commercial like this. So what are you getting your wife for Christmas? I'm getting her concealment furniture from... Well, I think she's got something to say about that. Yes, honey, thank you. Thank you so much. That's exactly what I wanted. You're a hero. Damn Tom Shane. Are we done talking about Obama? Yeah, we can be. So, um, as everyone...
everybody knows and what hit, hit the wave social media today, um, Hickok 45's YouTube channel was shut down and people started jumping to all kinds of conclusions and ready to, to lynch people and shoot people and uh, burn down YouTube. But uh, we, he's back up now, right? Yep, he's up. He's up. Um, don't know how much he... Don't know how much he wants to us to divulge about it, but uh, apparently it wasn't as big an issue as people were making it out to be. Is that a good way to say that? Fair enough. I'd say fair enough, yeah. Oh, my God, I just blinded myself. Uh, yeah, you're not supposed to point our baby at your eyes. Yeah. Speaking of which, you need to come get custody because it's driving me nuts. <laughs> I, miss, I miss our good. What we're talking about is he's got the he's got the assert uh, pistol next from le- next level training um, that we talked about in past shows. Have you been using it? Been practicing with it? Yep. Also at my desk on conference calls, just going clicky, 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 clicky. <laughs> is it the same battery? Yeah, it's still the same battery. I checked it. That's been like what three years? Oh, uh, yeah. Years? Since the first NRA we went. Wow. That's somebody uh, I hadn't talked to in a while. Have you talked to him lately? Mike? Mike talked to him. I want to say I talked to him this summer. I guess it was around July. No, it was right before I went to Seattle. What did he say? Where's my pistol? Are you going to send it back? Because <laughs> it, it I was going to Seattle, so it was August. I talked to him in August. Okay. Yeah. I need to get an update from him. I talked to him in a while. I'm sure he'll be a shot show. Oh, yeah. Superman lookalike. All right, so... Henry Cavill? Huh? <laughs> no, the, the, the Christopher Reed one. Oh. <laughs> so, this show is completely off the track. Uh, but that's You're welcome. Fun. It's going good. <laughs> I mean, I think we've had some good conversations. Um, but we do need to get into the Sonoran Desert Institute's Fact to Fight the Myth. Yes. Yes, sir. What is it this week? You tell us. You're... You're the representative for Sorenistic this week. You're supposed to be bringing one. Uh, hang on. <laughs> the fact to my... The, if you could see this video right now, the item behind left hand is not a dildo. It is a sword handle. <laughs> Can you see that? That is the fact to my myth. Which you is saying? disgusting. <laughs> I guess in theory it could be both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That, that would be a very um, dark but cool um, um, thing. That's my co- Cobra Commander sword. Uh, see, from from our angle, it just looked like a round ball at the top. <laughs> hey, let's do a fact of the myth that's relevant to what happened Monday. SBI is proud to present the Talking Lead Fact of the Myth. Um, gun laws are already in place, and uh, there's already background checks. So, the gunshot loophole. Yeah, that doesn't exist. Yeah, there is no. So there's the SDI.edu. Fact fight. What in the hell are you holding in your hand? That's my Mossberg. Is that giraffe skin on your Mossberg? Yeah, baby. Hydro dip. Giraffe. Giraffe. That's right. From a safari. You can freeze. They're all shit. <laughs> I'm on safari. You're you're camouflaging yourself within a pack of giraffes. <laughs> That's maybe not the best place to be, <laughs> or maybe the best place to be if you're trying to shoot a lion. That's right. 
that's true. It's surprise. Okay. That's the first thing I said when I did. I was like, I, it's it's the coolest camo I've ever seen, but I mean, it really didn't have any practical use. No. But it looks cool. Unless you're in a pack of giraffes. If you're in a pack of giraffes, it's awesome. Unless you're at the San Diego Zoo looking at the giraffes. No. Very true. I, got, I got a fact to fight the myth. Let's hear it. Turns out that ranchers are better stewards of the land in this nation than ELM. <laughs> that's nice. That's another true. relevant subject for this week. There's a, yeah, there's a lot going on. So fill us in on that, Tim. Our listeners who haven't. Well, whether or not you there. agree with the whole Oregon thing and the whole Bundy and the, just just in general, I guess the thing that really made my brain almost fall out was the ranchers have been using the land since the late 1800s. The, land, the ranchers were the ones who put irrigation in. The irrigation is what started to develop the land to make it useful for cattle grazing. Then it's also what brought these bird species in as they were migrating. And that is then what they did use to make the uh, preserve. So without the ranchers having done what they did over the time that they did it, you wouldn't have a preserve there. There would be no preserve. It would just be a big barren wasteland that nobody needed to use. It would be useless so, government land. And at a, at a certain time, yeah, they were in 300,000 head of cattle on the property, they said, or on that land. And just slowly over the years, as the BLM became to be in existence, um, an unnecessary agency, it seemed like the land was being managed pretty well by the people who lived it and worked it day by day, every day. There's another jack wagon. faceless office on it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's completely beside the point of what's going on now with and whether you agree with the actions of the people that are out there, and whether it helps the cause or hurts the cause, or if there's a cause or if there's a militia and all that other stuff. But Well, it's awareness, you know. Without all that going on, people wouldn't be aware of what was going on. So... The fact that they're out there causing a stink has brought awareness, and people are talking about it now. So right. that's that's and a good thing. Now it's now it's a big now now we're getting into the p- political theater stage of it because they they've got to watch whether it's going to become a ruby Wh- ruby bridge or a Waco or or a ruby witch. That sounds like a cuter. It's like uh, it's the one where Elmer Fudd narrates it. Yeah. If you say "wooey widge," it's not as bad. Feeling. What a better spokesman for our gun rights than And then it's just the stuff, as you said, awareness, like the uh, the natural gas that's leaking into the air in California. I don't even know if you guys are aware of that or not. It's this huge natural gas thing that's just—it's been pouring out for a long time, and it's just pretty crazy how much natural gas is is leaking out of the earth, and it's not being captured. Well. It's, well, it is. It's terrible, but um, you don't see it. It's not like a big plume of black smoke because it's clear. So the only way you can see it's on thermal because it's not. A, if it was a big black plume of smoke that you could see and was visible, then the news would have to address it. But the news doesn't have to address it because it's invisible. So the story is invisible. Out of sight, out of mind. So yeah, and it's it's they're saying it's going to rival what the uh, Deepwater Horizon was in the Gulf. Oh wow. So yeah, like that bad, not like like just a little bit bad. Really bad. Is it something that just recently occurred? Has this been going on for hundreds of years? This no, I think it's something that recently because it's a man-made. It's a man-made well. So oh, is it government? But, um, I just found out about it probably three or four days ago. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know about that. That's scary. SDI's 32 semester credit hour certificate program in gunsmithing and 60 credit hour associate of science and firearms technology degree program can work hand in hand and are the most complete training programs of their kind. 
SDI strives to give you the best quantity and quality of professional gunsmithing information and tools. These programs are perfect for students interested in careers in the firearms industry or for those who are interested in owning their own gunsmithing business. Our programs are delivered via distance learning, which allows our students to maintain full-time jobs, families, military service, and more while working towards their degree or certificate. The Sonoran Desert Institute mission is adding value to our students' lives by providing innovative, relevant, and applicable workplace-driven education through distance-delivered instructions. Visit them at sdi.edu. Well, those are some good facts to fight the myths. Very good. Brought to you by the Storm Desert Institute. Five hours ago, they finally declared a state of emergency. Wow. Oh, did they really? Here's another fact. Here's another SDI fact to fight the myth. Uh, the myth being that Zeke is always prepared with a fact to fight the myth when he guests on the talking way. <laughs> The fact is, he's not. <laughs> you should have known that I was going to hit you up since you're the sponsor of the Fact of the Myth. <laughs> there is your SDI, Fact of the Myth. Go check out SDI.edu. So, Zeke, get us uh, caught up on what's going yes. on with SDI. We have got... Oh, hey, one thing yes? Namely, the phone call you just had with your boss. Go. <laughs> no, I can't talk about that one at all. Um, <laughs> that's the one thing that I've learned with the Department of Education. In in the education space, if you got some really cool stuff coming, hint, hint, wink, wink, you can't talk about it until it's official and it's it's up and running. So that's one thing that stinks about like, promotional stuff, but there's a lot of really cool stuff coming. <laughs> another fact to fight to me. Um, we've, we've got some, some well-known people writing some stuff on a certain firearm that uh, comes out of Russia that rhymes with base slave 40 Blevin. Um, so there's that. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. And then um, SHOT Show, we're not going to really have a big presence there. Now you guys are uh, saving up we, for the NRA, right? NRA, we're going to do a loadout. We've got a 20 by 20 booth. We're going to have hopefully some music acts that'll play there at the booth. 22 Plinkster's going to do an autograph signing there. Chad Hoover's going to do some stuff from Kayak Mass and TV, if y'all watch the, him at all. Left Hand's um, going to be there in the Duncan booth. Yeah, Rob Boss is going to paint character for everybody. Um, <laughs> Doing character. Pantsless. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be fun. We've we got a lot of good stuff coming. Our curriculum is constantly getting upgraded. But that's the nature of the beast in, in the education world. I mean, it's the 80-20 rule. You'll you'll get 80% of it done, but you'll never have 20% because there's always stuff changing. Um, so that's been fun. Cool. Are you, are you pissing us? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to piss my wife. She just ignored me. She, she, <laughs> she, people, don't have a visual, people don't have a visual of that. All they're going to hear is the audio of you saying that. That's awesome. Um, but yeah. They don't know. They don't have camera, right? No. Drug makes no sense. <laughs> so uh, we've got the armors courses still. We've got the 1911 that I talked about earlier. AR-15, 308. Um, the 22. Yeah. So we get stuff going. Just check out SDI.edu and see everything that's going on there. Very cool. And, oh, and you're still doing, obviously, the uh, military guys can use their GI bills. Yep. GI Bill uh, tuition assistance is back in place, so if they have tuition assistance still in their active duty, they can use that. Um, we're Title IV approved. Uh, that will be launching 
uh, financial aid stuff. Maybe even by the time you hear this this episode, we'll find out more about that next week. I think. I think actually, I take that back. It's going to be uh, beginning of February for we'll have Title Four for financial aid. But you can use TA tuition assistance, your GI Bill. Yeah, and then the outside in show that I'm guesting, guest hosting. I guess you'd say. Not guest hosting. I guess I'm co-hosting. I'm, I'm color commentary. Which I'm going to be uh, on if, this week. Yep, which Left Hand will be on Saturday morning from 5 to 6 a.m. You can download the SuperTalk 99.7 app if you're not in the Nashville area. If you're in the Nashville area, you can listen to it on 99.7. And you can go to our Facebook where we have 54 likes. Nice. 54,000. 50, 54 likes. Well, if you tell somebody that you're doing a damn radio show, <laughs> my, my well, I, we had, it, it's just something that happened, and we haven't worked it. We haven't promoted it. it Chad's got his TV show stuff. Listen, I've got the school, and we just kind of roll with it. <laughs> There's 54 people out there who like you, so you better just cheer up. I am happy. Don't discount those 54. Well, see, I don't want it to turn into the juggernaut that Talking Lead did, and then I have to work hard again. <laughs> well, with his following, I like he's already talking for 45 minutes talking Lead. Yeah, you see that? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say, Left Hand? I said, I said, with the following that Chad has already uh, with his TV show, uh, he'll, he'll surpass Talking Lead, no problem. Yeah. So get ready. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I sit back and make funny comments. That's all I do. <laughs> Unless we get into gun stuff. Because this one, this show is like an all-around outdoors. It's camping, hiking, fishing, hunting, guns, everything. So when the gun stuff comes up, I might get a little more talky. But other than that, I make funny comments about how uh, fishing lures and rods and, and Fly fishing stuff has really sexual connotations more than guns do, so that's kind of my job. <laughs> there you go, and you do that well, no doubt. So, Tim, tell everybody uh, about Tactical Walls, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, what about it? Like, just we have it? I don't know, dude. <laughs> it exists. We we are a thing. Um, Tactical Walls Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Our website is tacticalwalls.com. I, I don't want people to just Where I saw amazing stuff. I saw the bars unless they feel that it can be beneficial and useful for them. So, But if they, they want to find out whether that's the case or not, they can go check that out at tacticalwalls.com. Um, they can use the talking leg discount to find out what may or may not be right for them. Or they can buy gifts for people. The heck or they can buy gifts for them. They can buy gift cards. They gift cards. So, like I was telling you earlier, we, we got pretty backlogged with Christmas, and we're working our way out of that hole right now, and we're adding yeah. some new stuff. But um, gift cards we got available now. Very good. Nice. But there's just so much going on there. It's tacticalwalls.com. Uh, we're on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram. It's Tactical Walls. And then there's uh, the, oh, the United States, the United States of Austin. Is it awesome or awesomeness? No, it's just awesome. The United States of Austin. Awesome. Because when something's awesome, you don't need to add extra letters unnecessarily. Badassariness. I, I will I will say this completely honestly, and this is not, you know, in no way does Tim sponsor SDI because, one, that's illegal. But, uh, two, the coolest things I have in my house are my clock and my shelf. What's illegal? You, you can't sponsor a school. <laughs> no, you can't? No. <laughs> well, you can sponsor a sports team. I was going to say, you can... <laughs> Reebok sponsors yeah. schools. Somebody better talk to Nike about Nike that. Nike sponsors yeah. schools. <laughs> I'm talking about 
actually the exclamation part. Oh, that's the that we got coming up. Shoot, I can launch this on talking live. Sounds better with it on. <laughs> He's more confident. 